from Relay FM, you're listening to Conduit, the show where we condo our own thing with our own productivity systems. Welcome to Conduit, the show that is ready when it's ready. And if it's ready, that must mean we have a guest with us. But this episode is brought to you by Rogue Amoeba and Trade Coffee. I'm Jay. And with me is the unicorn with the mostest corns, I guess. I don't know. Kathy Campbell. (laughs) Wow. We can clearly see where your priority was. And obviously it's with our guest today. And that's 100% okay. Absolutely. And our guest is of the amazing pen addict fame, the one Brad Dowdy. Hey, how's it going, Brad? What's up, Jay? How's it going? What's up, Kathy? (laughs) I'm so used to there being like that internet delay. Right, right. Like Jay actually turned to the side and said, hey, what's up, Brad? (laughs) (laughs) I I feel very alone in my office all by myself, but it's fine because I have two great friends in my ears and that's what matters. Nice. Awesome. Well, since you're alone, Kathy, why don't you do the first shout out? Oh, that just made it sad, but that's okay (laughs) because my shout out is for the absolutely incredible people that made it so I wasn't alone. And that's the team at All Sack, which is the fundraising arm for St. Jude for their hard work for the podcast-a-thon that was last Friday and the sheer joy they had in just making this such a great event. You could just feel how excited they were to be there, how excited they were for the absolute ridiculous ideas that we had. And I'm just so proud of to have been a part of that and just the incredible everything that happened at the podcast-a-thon, which I will mention a little bit more uh, when we talk about my connection. Yeah, we also had a really great co-working event that was uh, a part of our Relay FM Switch On uh, Childhood Cancer Awareness Month uh, drive that we've been doing. And that was a blast too. Uh, I, I wasn't able to hang out with the folks uh, at Allsack or during the podcast-a-thon because I was stuck in traffic, but uh, I was definitely here for an amazing co-working event where we talked about a bunch of great things and we raised some money uh, and and that was that was a blast. And I look forward to a time where we can definitely probably maybe do that again in the near or distant future. TM? Yes. And additionally, for that, something exciting has happened since our last episode. And that means our stickers are for sale. Oh, yeah. Stickers for sale. Yeah. So much has happened in the last fortnight. I'm so excited. Um, Uh, You mean the last conduit? Uh, yes, in the last conduit, which is our um, rebranding Fortnite to yes. conduits now. <laughs> I, yes, I, you get my vote. I yeah. like it. Fantastic. So check out the show notes below. You can, of course, uh, let me put this in the live chat. You can check out all three of our incredible stickers that we have. You can buy a pack of three or each individually, and they will get shipped to you with a big hug and lots of love from us. Uh, and you can proudly pronounce that you are a conductor. Absolutely. Brad, you got any shout outs? I do. It's along the same lines uh, as Kathy's in the pen addict world that I that I mostly live in. We've been doing a raffle for several years or in uh, the month of September to help raise money for St. Jude's and the pen uh, community is is my shout out. They come out big time in support, yes. uh, not just from retailers who offer up, you know, 
wonderful products for us to, you know, help raise funds. Uh, but all of the, you know, listeners, readers, supporters of the blog, supporters of Relay FM. So uh, the pen community, shout out to you. I appreciate all of your support over all these years, especially this year as we continue to raise uh, money for St. Jude. Yeah. And what a heck of a options you have on that raffle. <laughs> I'm yeah, it's, so excited. It's blowing up even more by tonight. There will be like three or four more just off the charts entries. So, yeah, it's it's really great to be part of this and just see everyone come together for such a great cause. And uh, it's uh, it's really, really cool. Speaking of, we should probably take some time to talk about St. Jude. September is Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. For the fourth consecutive year, the Relay FM community is rallying together to support the life-saving mission of St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, finding cures and saving children. This year, St. Jude celebrates 60 years of leading the way the world understands, treats, and defeats childhood cancer and other life-threatening diseases. The son of grateful immigrants, Danny Thomas, brought people together in support of that life-saving goal, finding cures and saving children. With a focus on saving as many children as possible, St. Jude brought research and patient care under one roof and pioneered racial integration as the first fully integrated children's hospital in the southern United States. As it expands in scope and extends its life-saving mission to help more children around the world, St. Jude continues to stand as a beacon of hope for families everywhere. Childhood Cancer Awareness Month is an opportunity for us to come together in the fight against childhood cancer. Together, we can make a big impact. Since our first Relay FM for St. Jude campaign in 2019, we've raised $1.5 million as a community. With your help again this year, we know we can hit $2 million this September. This year, you can support the Relay FM for St. Jude campaign in multiple ways. As always, we invite you to make a donation. Donors who make an individual gift of $60 or more will receive a digital bundle, including a wallpaper and Mac OS screensaver pack. Donors who make an individual gift of $100 or more will receive a set of stickers in addition to the digital bundle. If your employer offers a matching gift program, fill out the form at stjude.org relay to have that match credited to our campaign. And new for this year, if you want to get more hands-on, you can now start your own fundraising campaign to help us reach our goals while earning exclusive Relay FM merch. Fundraisers who raise $1 or more will receive an exclusive St. Jude limited edition of the Relay FM challenge coin. And fundraisers raising $250 or more will also receive a unique desk mat featuring the cartoon heads of Relay FM's co-founders. Please go to stjude.org slash relay to donate and find out more about fundraising. Once again, that's stjude.org slash relay to learn more and donate. Let's cure childhood cancer together. Okay, it's time to do our connection check. Zap! All yeah. right, Kathy, you you had some uh, uh, didn't you didn't you just talk about this a little bit, but not really. So okay. uh, my connection was to have the best time at the podcastathon, and it happened. It was I cannot believe that those eight hours passed so quickly. Um, 
we raised more than $100,000 in the eight hours. We had so many laughs, so many cringes, so much fun. The family feud that Jason put together was incredible and also heartbreaking. Um, because spoiler alert, my team lost. It's fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Nobody mentioned Pokeballs to me and we're good. Um, and my quiz, the co-founders quiz that I put together, thanks to the help from the incredible Discordians, um, was a big hit, I feel like. Uh, and I got to razz on my buddy Mike. Um, so that was also really enjoyable. So yeah, even though there was a lot of stress that last week before, it ended up going just flawlessly. So happy. I'm so proud. Everyone had an incredible time and I can't wait for next year, but maybe not anytime soon. Nice. So my connection check was to uh, start working on the three projects. Uh, I didn't mention what the three projects were. Nope. Um, one of them is a really in-depth blog post about like the creation of this team at work. Uh, I did all of my interviews except for one who stood me up, which I mean, hey, it happens. Life happens. I get it. Um, but I am making the executive decision to start working on the post. So that's a check one. The other one is making sure that uh, my slides were done for the talk that I had to give this past week. Uh, and I did that during our co-working stream. So that's check two. And then the last one was getting ready for October because there is a month of everything and October is ADHD awareness month. And I'm working on a big project at work where I do 31 tweets for encouraging people with ADHD and other neurodivergencies to uh, go seek a diagnosis if they haven't done that yet because of all of the potential benefits for them. And I'm happy to say that I am about 80% of the way through with that. But my connection was to start all of those things. I finished two, started one. I feel like uh, that's a green check mark for me. Heck yeah. And and Brad wasn't here to to do a connection, but don't worry, I'm sure that he'll have one in the at the end of the show. So let's let's turn it over to our conductors where the pathologist of the show, Laura says, I didn't have an on-the-show connection for a few weeks. I've been a bit sick and decided to focus on just being nice to myself and getting by. Feeling much better now, so I'll have an official connection for this week. I'll give myself a green book for not having an official connection. Uh, I think that works. I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's perfection. I love it. Our hydration of the show, Waterbrine, says, green check. Building this habit of asking, what do you need, has been amazing. I've reconnected with some significant friends, and it's addressing the loneliness I've been experiment experiencing. That's huge. I'm so proud of you. And this is actually something that's been tickling my brain for my connection for the next conduit. So I'm very excited that it went so well for you. All right, next up, we have the guitarist of the show, Scott. Connection check. The 5K is Sunday. I didn't get as much training as I wanted to, but I'm confident everything will be good. Oh, that's, I mean, anytime someone's like, yeah, it's a 5K, it's it's this week. I, I'm just like, okay, the fact that you signed up for it means you're probably more equipped to do it than I. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, I, I thought we banned this, this of, of the show. That the last file of the show, Ponder says, I wrote down a brain dumped list of someday maybes and started to play around with a personal knowledge system where notes and projects might live. But life got very lifey. 
If Apple had a yellow push pin emoji, I would have used that one. But for now, I'm going to put a pin in it and maybe come back next connection. I see what you did there. And uh, yeah, uh, I think that's totally valid. Life does get lifey from time to time. Absolutely. And acknowledging and recognizing that is absolutely huge. So we will absolutely allow putting a pin in it. That's perfect. All right. Our favorite blue dragon of the show Sky has a blue heart, which, as all conduit conductors know, is really green. Uh, They successfully avoided burning out and worked on some cool projects along the way. They mostly did this by being intentional about time blocking and not blocking out every possible hour in the day. Well done, especially with schooling getting started. I can only imagine how difficult and busy that is so good job so our soprano of the show debo connection check green check mark i've made good progress on my cross body bag with lots of pockets to carry on the airplane for my trip to my cousin's wedding we are one in the same this is my new best friend this is my new favorite uh connection so far making things making bags hey you're making (laughs) making things making bags and making progress that's that's what we're about right that's that's so good that's good title title as some people would say there i you know i just read uh i've been making progress on my body bag and i was like (laughs) 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 i don't know about that one let's see jay's got another week here (laughs) more stitches to do (laughs) some measurements to take when he's not looking Oh man, the owl of the show, Kate, says, been a, been, uh, been a busy few weeks and I've been feeling a bit overwhelmed in the last few days, but I've made significant progress on CV portfolio website things, especially with the ideas I've been working on today. Still a ways to go, but that's okay. Uh, also made progress on the sorting. To a lesser extent, something had to be given less time considering I was also researching a quiz. So I think I did okay. Also, I got my graduation outfit and very excited about that. Uh, that sounds like you got a lot of things done, and uh, I was, I'm was i glad that UConn did it. I'm especially glad that UConn did the fact-checking for the quiz for us. So last minute, <laughs> throwing that in there, so much hard work. I so Kate you. helped you do your, your connection, too. Absolutely, I absolutely. I don't I, get help. I could not, could not have done this without them. Like literally could not. And then Mike has the gall to question Kate's fact checking on the mm. show with the quiz. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Become a founder. Mm-hmm. I see how it is. Yeah. 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 All right. Our Oracle of the show. So has a green apple. I've been tweaking my systems and to help me get through a busy time. A fellow break roomian gave me some good advice on task filtering in Todoist, and I've been using focus filters so I don't see work email at rest times. I think it has helped a bit. Any helping is incredible. Uh, Task filtering, great. Getting those focus, that energy level, amazing. I'm so happy for you, Soph. All right. Our panda of the show, James. I think I know that guy. Yeah. Maybe. (laughs) Uh, Connection check. I said last time I would keep better track of time and then entirely forgot to post a connection for the last episode. And somehow it's conduit day again. To be fair, there have also been various Apple-related deadlines and a -a podcast-a-thon since then, so a certain amount of confusion is to be expected. Um, Yeah, if this is the the James I think I know, yes, confusion is to be expected. And you're a a rock star for it all. So, uh, Absolutely. Keep on con doing. 
Oh, I, I love it. Yay! I love it. What I also love is our next sponsor, Rogue Amoeba. This episode of Conduit is brought to you by Rogue Amoeba. Hooray! Rogue Amoeba software is celebrating their 20th anniversary. That means two full decades making amazing audio apps for the Mac. If you're a podcaster, musician, or just someone who just listens to audio on their Mac, Rogue Amoeba can make your life better. Whatever you want to do with audio, it's a very good bet they have a tool to help you. With Audio Hijack, you can record any audio. Loopback gives you extremely powerful audio routing without needing cables or mixers. And SoundSource is the sound control that should be built into Mac OS. Now, I don't know about you, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> but I freaking love me some Rogamiva stuff. I mean, you mentioned three products right there, and I have all three of them running right now. Um, we're we're recording this conversation with Brad, and literally I had to create a new output with Loopback and then patch it into SoundSource, and then all of this is being recorded using audio hijack so like yes i can say as a very satisfied customer um i'm using the products right now they're absolutely amazing and i've been using them for several years now my entire podcasting uh experience was completely amplified once i made the switch to rogue amoeba and like i don't see that changing for me anytime soon yeah i just like i started using audio hijack way too recently, like within the last couple of years. And I'm embarrassed that I didn't do it earlier. It's incredible. It's so easy to use. And yet it can be so complex and go super, super like high tech fancy and also very basically just hit the button. And I freaking love it. I love it so much. And I'm so happy that they're a sponsor of Conduit. Rogamiba doesn't run constant gimmicky sales or discounts. They charge fair prices all the time. But in celebration for their anniversary, they're making an exception. For a very limited time to celebrate their 20 years in business, you can get 20% off any purchase from Rogamiba. You don't need any coupon codes or special URLs. Just visit macaudio.com before the end of September to save 20% on anything they make. Download free trials, then buy online to receive the discounted price. Congratulations to Rogue Amoeba on 20 great years. Visit them at macaudio.com. Our thanks to Rogue Amoeba for their support of this show and all of Relay FM. All right. So, Brad, you, you I've known you for a long time. A lot of people in the Relay community have known you for probably even longer but there are probably some folks out there that don't quite know who you are or what you do, which to me, like every time I try to explain to other people what you do, they're just like, wait, that's a job. Yeah. The welcome to my life, Jay. Yeah. So that being said, tell people like a little bit more about what, who you are and what you do. Yeah. What exactly is it that you do, Brad? That's a really great, great question. And after a lot of years of doing whatever this is, it's still hard to answer, but I write about pens on the internet. That's that's the short version. And usually that's met with, you know, confused looks and come again and and explain that a little bit more. So 
I started this blog back in 2007 where I just reviewed pens just for fun. You know, just like we all like to, you know, read things on the Internet, share, discover, learn things on the Internet. And it's like, well, I'm into pens. I'm into stationery. I'm not getting what I wanted out of what's out there. So, hey, let me do it myself. So I started writing this blog in 2007 and just over the years, it slowly gained an audience. And, you know, I was able to meet friends and, and talk to people about pens and then. Somehow I crossed paths with the one and only Mike Hurley on another podcast of, of his in the in the network before the network, the 70 decibels days. Um, and I was a guest on one of his shows and we talked about pens on the Enough podcast with Patrick Roan and because Patrick was a reader of my blog. And that's really the first time I had met Mike. And we finished that show and Mike at the time when we finished, like in the post show, he's like, we should do a podcast about pens. And as many of you have heard the story go, I told him that was the dumbest idea I'd ever heard. (laughs) 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 Because remember, this is like 11 years ago and podcasts are definitely a thing back then, but it's just not in the just the, the complete, you know, lifestyle that it is now. And I was like, there's no way I can do a podcast about pens. And Mike stayed on me and I agreed to do it. And uh, we just celebrated 10 years of the Pen Attic podcast in February of this year. So, yeah, I talk about pens on the Internet is literally my job. Amazing. Would you say you're a pen influencer? <laughs> no, I am definitely not a pen influencer. Mike decided <laughs> we decided that I can be a tastemaker because I don't want to be a pen influencer, but oh. I can be a tastemaker. That's a whole. That's a whole story. But that's don't thing. taste your ink. Do yeah, not. Don't do not ink taste your ink. Uh, Jay is getting a, quite the joy of me looking at my hands while we're doing this show because I had I have ink all over my hands from a pen that was a little bit leaky on me, and it's just like, you know, that's one of those things when you're a pen. It's like, aren't they messy? I was like, yeah, a little bit, but you stop caring after a while. So yeah, I mean, I think it becomes part of your your whole brand. If you if you if you like go to a pen show and you don't yeah. have like ink on your hands, people yeah. are like, wow, you've changed. Yeah, <laughs> who are you? <laughs> I don't even know you anymore. <laughs> but speaking of all of that, I, I think we wanted to kind of talk a bit about this whole idea, this whole like unconventional flow of how does one become a pen boss? You know, how does Mm -hmm. one become a magical unicorn on the internet? And how does, you know, someone get paid to go up on stage and run their mouth? And again, people seem to enjoy it. So I just keep doing it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, but yeah, Brad, like you've gone, I mean, as you mentioned, like that whole, like, let's do a podcast thing being a dumb idea to Mm -hmm. now like embracing digital tech like technology not just instagram but like becoming a twitch partner having the youtube channel and like doing all of these things what do you well i guess i should ask and i'm, I'm trying to leave room for kathy too to ask questions <laughs> but is that were those things necessary to get to where you are today with things um they weren't because I've never had a plan to get to where I am today. <laughs> okay. Right? <laughs> valid. That's really valid. <laughs> so I never intended to do or be any of this. I happen to enjoy it a lot and found a way to enjoy it even more by making it my job. So now a lot of those things I do find necessary, but I really dislike that term 
um, in, in relation to my work because I do the things that are most fun for me and most interesting to me and necessary rarely comes up in that equation when I'm deciding to tackle something. Right. Mm. So I, I, and I will admit I'm fortunate to be in that situation, right? Like not everybody can make that decision. And like, I fully understand, you know, being, being uh, a company of one, like I get to make that decision a lot of times. Um, to where, Hey, I don't have to do this if I don't want to. Um, and that just comes over time and building, you know, building out this, this whole panatic thing that I do, you know, building it a certain way to where I have those choices. Right. And it's not an easy thing to do. And there's certainly been like difficult times and, and things like that, but, um, putting myself in a position to where I don't have to use like, that, hey, this is necessary to go create a TikTok channel, right? To share content, right? Yeah. Like, I don't have to do that. But like, I think if people like starting today, like if you and me and Kathy were sitting in a room and say, hey, you know, we're going to go, you know, make backpack content. We're going to make a list of the things we got to do. It's like, well, we got to make a TikTok and an Instagram and a YouTube and a Twitter mm-hmm. and all this and this and this. Um, and I was able to kind of come at it the uh, from the other direction. So that, that's that been helpful for, for me and, and how I do things. I think, though, it's not necessarily if you are starting fresh. Yes, it would be easier to start with all of the things, having a TikTok and a YouTube and, and all of that. But I think... This idea that you should only do what you're really passionate about, or at the very least, what brings you joy for it. Like if you, I'm going to take myself, for example, Um, I hate writing. Absolutely hate it. The idea of having to sit down and write a blog post. No, no, thank you. Um, So I don't do a blog. Instead, I'd rather talk on a podcast. I'd rather, you know, make a TikTok or or YouTube videos or something. And if I was starting, you know, backpack content complete with lots of applesauce in it, um, I would make sure that I only did the things that I felt like I wanted to do. So even though, yes, there are so many more options out there now to get your content out there to find a different audience on all of the different uh, like platforms. I, I would argue that I don't think it's necessary, especially if it's going to take so much extra work to make yourself do a blog post. And so like, don't do things because you should do them because you want to, I think is, is an important thing because you'll feel your your realistic self will shine through and you'll be able to be yourself without having to force that fake authenticity of, oh, I love blogging. Blogging is my absolute favorite thing when really it makes me want to pull my hair out. I, I think there's a, another level of that as well, of just like, you know, in high school, everyone, you know, you, you're not allowed to cheat. You're not allowed to to crib. You're not allowed to do like any of these these little things that just get you good enough. But I do think that in most industries where there's kind of an expectation, I think if you meet that expectation on like those things, but you excel in something else, I think that's totally valid. I know like in my industry, like 
you either speak, you do YouTube content, you do live streams, or you do blog posts. And podcasts weren't really an option until people said, hey, well, I want to do podcasting. And it was like, okay, well, but that's not a thing that we're going to track. And then for me, it, it became the thing that I was known for. It became the thing that I did. And when I went to companies or when I talked to companies, they were like, bring the podcasting knowledge because that's a thing that not everyone else is doing. And we don't care if you do the bare minimum on all of those other things, because where you stand out is really where you stand out. Yeah. And I think trying them is important too. So, so don't just say, oh my gosh, I hate blogging. If you've never actually blogged, I can say it because I've blogged before and guess what? I still hate it. (laughs) Um, but, uh, you, you know, trying things out, you can't necessarily just say, oh my gosh, I would never make a TikTok. I don't want to make a TikTok and then not do a TikTok. If you're, if I will say this, if you are looking to grow your audience and looking to create more content and possibly make more sales or whatever you feel like you need to do, try something. You may enjoy it. You may find an incredible niche out there. You don't know until you try. And here's the thing to remember, too, is that it's not a failure if it didn't work. I'm, I'm with you, though. Like like my my thing, like in, in this conversation is YouTube. Right. So like I've never been good at making uh, creating content specifically for YouTube, right? Setting up, you know, uh, planning for a five or 10 minute video, writing a script, managing the shots, you know, making sure it's recorded well, doing the editing, all of that stuff. That, that is not something like I would enjoy doing all the, like the setup for, but put me behind a microphone and a live stream in front of an audience, I'll just go. Right. Yeah. So it's a little bit different in, in that aspect. So it's like, you know, YouTube should like, maybe I should try it one day and find out that, yeah, really it's not my jam. Just like, you know, blogging is not necessarily like Kathy's jam. Some of the things that even could be your jam or you think are your jam, you probably don't get much benefit out of continuing to do um, vis-a-vis Kathy not letting me edit podcasts anymore. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was wondering why you were laughing so hard over here when I talked about editing. Yeah, you're like editing. Yeah. I was like, oh, I don't, I don't do that. I'm, I've, I've been strictly told not to. <laughs> Mainly because it, Javier, let, let's be honest, Javier does a better job and it, it Jay doesn't have to stress about it. And yeah. so it and works out. It gives out. me time to do other shows too, yeah. which is a thing that I, I like to do. Exactly. Yeah. And and yeah. you you've done that too. Well, never mind, Kathy. You ask questions. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. right, we'll just keep asking them. Go. You do it. You do it. Uh, you you know, Brad. You've you've stopped doing things. You know, sure. at, at some point you were you were doing. You know, you had. I mean, knock, which still exists, mm-hmm. but was this this brand that you were managing and having to deal with inventory all the time and, and order intake and all these other things. And, and that's kind of changed what, what brought those changes on? Yeah. So that was a business myself and my friend, Jeffrey Brooke wiki created gosh, back in 2013, 2014, we did a Kickstarter about four pin cases, right? So I'm in the pin business and you know, when you start getting 
getting your legs under you in a certain area, you start to see kind of things that are missing in the market that you want might want for yourself. So I always wanted like a certain style of pen case, right? You know, I, I have, you know, over 500 episodes. You can hear me rant about pens. I won't get in that too much. But I like, like, I like certain things and certain modern styles that traditionally when people hear fountain pens, like, oh, stodgy, you know, old crusty leather cases. And it's like, no, I want to, I want cool looking pen cases. So, um, me and me and Jeff, you know, made them right. And it was very good. And we had a very fun time doing this and we were super creative. We, I like, I will straight up brag on ourselves for that. I think we had like good design chops yes. in what we were making, right? Like, I think we did a really good job as, as far as like the design and the idea of what we were trying to make. But as I, as I'm prone to saying, manufacturing is hard, right? Like this is a physical product, um, you know, that has to be sewn and stitched and shipped and inventoried and all of these things that go along with running that business. And it was really good for a while. And, you know, we were growing fine. We started getting in retail and, you know, everything's going great right up until it, like, it just wasn't right. There wasn't, there was this fine line for a small business to what having too much and too little business. Mm. Right. So when it's, it's always been just Jeff and I, well, we push ourselves to the nth degree trying to do literally everything we can while it was neither of ours full-time job for the most part. But, you know, we're putting in full-time hours, especially Jeff at the time. <clears throat> to where like, Hey, this is going great. Let's push it. Let's do more. Let's push it. Let's do more. Oh, look, there's a cliff. You know, it's yeah. like, uh oh. <laughs> it's like, by the way, you're about to fall off this cliff and you just don't realize that, you know, when it's kind of the two of you and you're, you're like, you're excited about the thing that you're making. It's like, every, oh, yeah, everyone likes this. It's going great. And then you realize, hey, we've racked up a lot of debt <laughs> in, in making these things. And, you know, oh, we should probably do something about that. So, you know, it was just one of those things that eventually I spent a, a probably two or three years too long and deciding to pull the plug on just from what I do personally overall for my job. I say that in quotes because my job doesn't encompass, uh, encompass just a single thing. Like I don't write the yeah. panic blog, right? It's a blog and it's a podcast and it's a membership program and it's advertising and it's a shop and it's different product collaborations that I do. Well, knock for it to be successful on its own. It had to be 40 plus hours of my week given just oh. right off the top. And I was not in a position to do that. Um, the returns weren't good enough for me to continue yeah. putting that amount of time into it. So I eventually just wound it down. You know, I was happy. You know, the the run that we had was amazing. We ended it up. We, you know, basically it's still kind of winding down now. Um, you know, we ended up not owing a dime for anything. Right. Nice. You know, like everything's, you know, I made it, I made it so right. I was going to get out of it in the clear. Right. And I did. So then, well, I built this great thing and I have ownership of this great thing. And, you know, I'm pretty sentimental about, about this great thing. What else can we do? So then I started looking around for, Hey, can we partner up with someone else to do collaborations to where I can just kind of advise 
right? Mm. Like, I don't yeah, have you to... can still do the parts that you enjoy and the right. exciting, like having these cases still exist just mm-hmm. a little bit differently. Yep, and, exactly. Yeah. So we partnered with Rickshaw Bags out of San Francisco, who manufactures everything in-house, and they were gung-ho to do this. And we just really leaned into it, and we you know, did our first collaboration project, uh, the Sinclair, which was one of our popular cases at the time. And, you know, that's gone really well. So it's given me, like, a hope of, hey, now here is just another thing that I can manage, you know, all my different, you know, five to eight-hour buckets a week. You know, this could be one where not could never be this one big 40 hour bucket of week, a a week that it it required to to run as it used to. So it it took a while to get to that point. It took me, you know, probably more than a year of denial of how I should how I should handle this. Right. And then you finally get come to peace with that part and then you start looking forward. So uh, it was not a quick process, but um in the end, uh, it, it's worked out very, very well, I think. Yeah, it's always interesting when you end up being able to look back and think, I never would have even imagined that this was an option. Mm-hmm. And I think the way the world exists now with technology and the Internet and just using the community that you have and the people that you know, being able to make what you do however you want it to work in the life and the way that you do it. If like being able to, Oh, Hey buddy, rickshaw bags, yo, (laughs) make my stuff for me. And they're like, we'd love to, obviously that is the conversation and that's how it went. Uh, (laughs) No, everyone signed off on, you know, I trust you. And that right. was the, yeah, I, I'm sure, I'm sure that's exactly how it happened, but you still get to have this, oh, I have a great idea for a bag. I want to make this happen. And instead of having to sit down and put in those 40 hours a week, every time for this business, you can work with Rickshaw and, and still create something that you want in the world without having to take up so much of your time and energy. And it's anytime, this is something that I talk to my clients about a lot, that anytime you're finding a hurdle or a roadblock or a brick wall or whatever word you want to see, something that is is rough, it's not flowing easily Figuring out how to get around that in an easy way or talking to somebody that could help you make a new suggestion is highly recommended. Try not to wait a whole year before yeah. you figure out a solution. <laughs> Thanks, Kathy. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you talk to me, I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's a business call. Here yeah, it, was, yeah. it was more like two years, just so we're clear. I was just trying to take it easy on myself. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I remember the email conversation we had a couple yeah. years ago. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's it was funny, happening. like I, I definitely try to learn from from these mistakes. Like I have regrets, right? Like I'm not one of those persons, like no regrets. Like I just did everything, you know, how I thought I was going to do is like, you know, at the time, you know, I thought I was making good decisions. But in retrospect, you look back and now I've made some really poor decisions like business wise. And it's like, man, if you can't learn from that, you know, you know, yeah. how are you going to get better in your your next decision making? So, you know, it's, it's something to take from that for sure. Well, And I don't think yeah. it was a poor decision so much as it's the decision that you made right then and there, which it doesn't make it bad. 
it's just as like, oh, if I had to do this again, I would do it differently. Exactly. Which, again, like you said, learning from it, being able to have that as a basis so that you can know the triggers and, you know, pieces of your life that may um, be showing off that you're like, oh, this is heading towards that same way. Like being able to recognize the signs before it gets too bad. That takes me to a, a, another question for both you and Kathy, Brad. Um, you, you talked about un, un or bespoke backpack product that we're all apparently launching conduit backpacks. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a not collaboration with rickshaw yeah, bags. Yeah. Um, but I, I know knowing you personally that you have a very backpack wrap ish style and flow because you know, I, I know you're into things like MF Doom, mm-hmm. and I know that you're a big fan of Basquiat, which I was like, mm-hmm. oh, cool, we've got to talk about that sometime because yeah. I love uh, Basquiat. But mm-hmm. then you also love these bright orange, like this bright orange color, and that is very much your brand. Mm-hmm. And and Kathy, you are all things unicorn. I think only my daughter has more unicorn stuff than you. I and might argue I have more income. I can buy my own unicorn things. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah, she she's she's getting it like like pumped in from outside. <laughs> but both of you have very like stand out like brands. How how does the community that you're a part of embrace that? Because when I think of like fountain pens, I think stodgy black pen in a three piece suit that's like <laughs> it's black with like a silver like uh, what's that thing called the clip <laughs> the clip yeah see <laughs> see very special uh, terminology there and like Kathy again you're working with executives and business owners but then like you you're rocking like a unicorn horn on your headphones like. How do you, how did the two of you deal with any type of traditionalism or resistance towards these very like loud uh, brand decisions? Um, here's the thing is I don't want to work with anybody that doesn't want to work with me. Um, and having my website, if you go to the unicornsidekick.com, you will see like eight different photos of me in a unicorn onesie hanging out in the snow. Like that is my brand. That is who I am. That is the type of people that I want to bring into my world. I don't want to work with anybody that is going to be put off by a unicorn headphones. That's why my very first like call that I have with anybody is on video and it's got the unicorn headphones and If I want to work with them, they will have a big grin on their face and they'll say, oh, my gosh, I love your headphones. Like that's almost par for the course. Every single time I've started talking with one of my current clients, that is what they say. And I'm like, yes, please let me work with you because you're going to have fun in your life, even if you're a lawyer or an accountant or, you know, running a Fortune 500 company, if you can have fun with hiring somebody that's having fun, then I think we're going to get along just fine. And so being able to recognize the type of personality that you are and use it as a way, like as a light for the bugs to come find you. I know it's, it's difficult when you're starting something and you're 
desperately trying to find anybody that will pay money to have something for you to do. And I didn't start out as the unicorn. I mean, I've been unicorning for 11, no, 12 years now, but I wasn't a unicorn 12 years ago. And so it's something that's happened over time because I was finding those hurdles, those brick walls, those things that didn't feel right and made adjustments until I've hit it where I'm at now. And it took a long time. It's not easy and it takes a lot of brain power and self-awareness and then finding what you love and enjoy and who you want to work for because people can't find you if you don't know who you want to find you, if that makes sense. You can't talk to them if they don't know who you are. I see it very similarly to Kathy in that I put myself out front of everything. Like I have, you know, the, the willingness to be just like unfailingly open and honest and transparent. So you're, for lack of a better word, customers, you know, the people who read your content or, you know, listen to your podcast. Your audience, maybe. Yeah, your audience. Yeah. Understand that this is a real person who has real thoughts about these things and actually cares about it. It's not just like, you know, some corporate PR move, you know, it's not, you know, I'm, I'm not in the pocket of big pen, you know, out here <laughs> just saying what big pen wants me to do, you know, not I, in the pen holder either. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I, if I'm true to myself first and present everything I do and create that way, And then you just you're able to draw this audience that gets to know like you as a person um, and to have like a more dedicated relationship. And that's really hard online. Right. Like, you know, 20 years ago, this was you would do this in person. And like (laughs) that was a lot more (laughs) a lot of us, like a lot of us in this in this room and on this podcast. That's a lot harder (laughs) than than being able to do it on the Internet. Like we always talk about in the pen community. It's like I'm glad I met another pen person because I can actually say these things out loud now, like talking about the pen clip on my shirt. Right. (laughs) Um, You know, and it's it's hard to like really come across as genuine online, right? Especially like the the more the days go by, the harder that seems to get, right? Yeah. So um, that's how I've always based everything I've done just to be completely genuine, completely open. I've always said I'm an open book and, you know, just kind of present everything I do that way to just build trust with the audience And, you know, to have the utmost faith in the things that you make and the things you create and the things you share. And, uh, yeah, that's just kind of uh, kind of how I've always done things. And I I was talking to a company yesterday just about, you know, products and just stationary community and stationary landscape as a whole. And, you know, I, I was telling them how I see things, you know, from, you know, a a you know, from someone who's influential in the space and just talking about how I see business running and how I want to see companies act. And I told them basically, like, I could never go to business school. Like I would be kicked out in the first (laughs) month. Like it's just not going to work the way that I've done things. And it's weird to say that, Hey, being your true self is often 
you know, like the best way to do it. That's like not something you get in just the overall overall world, I think, these days, which is why shows like Conduit and like the things that I create are important to build these relationships and let people know that, hey, you can really do things being your real self out there. Yeah. And being able to be yourself and not pretending to be someone else. Like we will acknowledge and recognize your authentic self and who you are is beautiful, who you are is incredible amazing and incredible and whatever you provide to the world and produce, regardless of whether you make money for it, regardless of what like you do with that is valid and absolutely necessary to keep producing it. It's a two way street, right? Like I'm not saying this from like, Hey, this is the one, like uh, I always say, I try to to give more than I, I receive like yeah. all the time. If I keep that in mind and, and, you know, validate others and, and making sure everyone else is taken care of before myself, like yeah. just, just having all these like ideals that I just kind of base everything around, just like the general, everything, like it all hopefully works out for the best, uh, in the end. But not too I, much not taking care of yourself because you got to take, facts. do your own self care too. <laughs> Big facts. <laughs> just I, I'm, that still, out there. I'm still, uh, <laughs> You know, Learned looking that. back at that. No, I'm still looking back at that first connection that was uh, up at the top. I was reading that one, talking yes. about how they, hey, they didn't do a connection because you know what? They were working on themselves. I'm like, yes, I feel you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I I like the kind of the, the conversation of having those, whatever those, I don't even know the word for them right now. You'd think I do podcasting or something um, like things to live by. And things to direct, I guess, like a, a compass almost. Mm-hmm. And I mean, to me, that's that's where I've tried to keep myself even working in like, I mean, if if, you know, Kathy does corporate, I feel like I do high corporate where I, mm-hmm. I literally sat in a board meeting today with over a million dollars. And I was just like, this mm-hmm. is ridiculous. The number of people who are in here and mm-hmm. how much their salaries are, because <laughs> I'm just like this is not the, this is not my level. This is not my arena and being able to understand, even if that's not my arena, I can still bring where I am to the conversation. And to me, that is, that's been my contribution. Uh, Folks know that on the show, Kathy loves doing themes and does like a theme based thing. And I don't necessarily do seasonal themes. I have like things that I live by that are just permanent. And one of my things is, you know, make it helpful or make it fun. And in best cases do both. And when I create content and I put that spin on it, like sometimes it makes it really hard for people to like ingest that and and be okay with it. Some people are just completely put off by the type of content that I do. But then there are other people that, like they just say thank you. And to me, being able to, you know, unsilence that that side of the crowd, that's like, I'm tired of seeing the same old demos. I'm tired of seeing the super corporate type stuff. I want to see things that you did because you were fun, things that you can like feel the passion that was put into the thing. And that's that's one of the things I like about Knock as a brand. And and even with what you're doing, Kathy, is that in, in both of those products, you feel like the person on the other side took so much care in this. Like my new favorite pen is a pen that is is like the pen addict pen. And like it got me to try 
like a nib style that I've never tried before. And like everything about that pen and just talking to Brad as he's like showing me this pen, it's like you can tell that the person who put this together really cares about the experience that the other person is having. And to me, I think, you know, we, we originally labeled this like finding your flow. And I think that's really what it is, is finding your flow is like making sure that every person that interacts with you is the person that's supposed to be interacting with you and that that person has the best possible experience that they can have. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, I try to keep it really simple. Like my, my decision tree on like doing things right is like, number one, is it fun? you know, for me or for someone else. And then number two, it's like a two A and two B two B is like either am I teaching or am I learning? And mm. then like after that is pretty much whatever else. Lots lots of ellipses between whatever the next thing is, right? Yeah. <laughs> of course, right? of course. So it's like, let's have fun and what can we learn here? Either myself learning something or helping others learn something. Like that's that's pretty much it. And now I can't get a conduit backpack out of my head. <laughs> I, I only said backpack. Not, I mean, I am a backpack guy, but at the angle I'm sitting at in this room, which no one can see, I'm staring right at Jay's backpack. So when I needed a topic idea, that's the first thing I saw. So I said, let's make a backpack. It's, it's so plain. I mean, imagine in that shade of purple with like the conduit logo. I mean, that would yeah, be great. That'd be great. Um, I'm going to talk to some I'm going I'm to talk to your people and figure out how we can do that. <laughs> Amazing. All right. Well, speaking of other great things, before we jump into our connections, I think we have one great sponsor left to uh, connect with, and that is Trade Coffee. This episode of Conduit is brought to you by Trade Coffee. It's wild that many of us enjoy the finer things in life, and so many of us still settle for mediocre coffee every day. With Trade Coffee, you can start every morning with something special. Trade Coffee is a coffee subscription service unlike anything you've tried before because they partner with top independent roasters to freshly roast and send the best coffees in the country directly to your home on your preferred schedule. Your trade experience can be as simple or sophisticated as you want. You can quickly select from curated collections by roast, flavor profile, brewing method, and more. Their team of experts do all of the work, taste testing hundreds of coffees from across the U.S. every month to curate over 450 exceptional coffees that make the cut. Or if you want something curated just for you, then take a minute and complete Trades Coffee Questionnaire. You'll be expertly matched with your perfect coffee and a fresh bag of beans will be on its way. So I started using Trade Coffee several years ago. Um, I was working in an office and... It was kind of a, a new thing for me to start using a Chemex and using that quiz uh, actually helped me start to understand the types of coffee that were best for that that whole like brewing system as a whole. Um, and then before I was using an AeroPress and it was like, hey, do you use an AeroPress? Do you use a Chemex? And I was like, oh, yes, I, I use those things. And from there, it was it was able to like say, oh, these are the coffees that you want to try out then. And then also like, what kind of coffee do you like? Do you like, you know, bolder coffee? <laughs> do you like uh, the lighter coffee, the lighter roast coffee? And, and all of those things really became an introduction to a longstanding like fascination with coffee and the flavor profiles that exist in that. And I, I don't know if I would have been able to try so many different 
varieties of beans just going to a local coffee roaster or going somewhere local. And to me, that is like the biggest benefit of, of trade is that you don't just get the one taste from then on on and like that's it. You get many different tastes. And if all of a sudden you want something different or you want to change it up a bit, you can do it with just a couple of clicks. Trade Coffee was nice enough to set us up for a three-month subscription. I, I received my first one recently. And oh my gosh, did they find a coffee that hit exactly what I wanted. So I normally use a Keurig. This time of year, I love me some, give me all of the sweet. I love a blueberry coffee. I love a pumpkin spice coffee. I love all of that. And I will admit, I was a little bit nervous about trying different coffees, mainly because I have such a particular palate. I'm not, I don't like it too dark. If it's too light, it's way too acidic. And I just was was nervous. Uh, but this first coffee that they sent me, oh, my gosh, it was so good. So it's Feast and it comes from Redding, California. Their milk and honey blend. They they say it's notes of butter, bittersweet caramel, creamy milk chocolate and a rich roasty body. This luxurious blend lives up to its name. And by golly, did it. It was flawless. I was so excited. And I definitely kept this grind for myself. And I put it in my little Keurig, you know, reusable thing and got a fresh cup of coffee. And it was so good. And I'm so excited to see what they send me next. Their team also actually worked with me to create my own custom collection that I'm super excited about. And I can't wait to see what you all think. But if what I got isn't up your alley, don't worry. Trade will have whatever it is you want. You can shop their most popular coffees by roast or flavor profile, or you can take their coffee quiz and get expertly matched with coffees you love. Trade is the easiest way to get your very best tasting coffee delivered fresh when you need it. And you've got nothing to lose because Trade guarantees you will love your first bag. If not, they'll work with you to replace it for free. So if you want to support small businesses and brew the best cup of coffee you've ever made at home, it's time to try Trade Coffee. Right now, Trade is offering our listeners a total of $30 off your first order, plus free shipping at drinktrade.com slash conduit. That's drinktrade.com slash conduit for $30 off your subscription to the best coffees in the country. Our thanks to Trade Coffee for their support of this show and all of Relay FM. So we also need to grab our connections. And, and this one's hard. Normally, we, we steal our connections from something in the show. Um, I'm glad that this is this is my week to do the show because it means I get to go last. So I'm going to start with Kathy. What's your connection? Oh, wow. Well, the good news is, is I stole. I'm I'm inspired. OK, I'm not really stealing so much as it's tickling my head. Um, I'm currently going through the focus course, which is um, something that uh, Sean Blanc does over at the, the Sweet Setup. Um, and it's I'm working through kind of solidifying a lot of my foundational stuff, working on focus, all of that jazz. Um, but one of the introductory things, steps that they have in the workbook is called phone a friend. Um, and I'm supposed to ask friends and family, as well as peers and coworkers, like what unique character traits or values do I bring to our relationship? 
Um, and so I'm it's going to be really hard to ask that because I don't ask for a lot of feedback. I don't ask for um, things and I just keep it in my brain. Um, so I'm excited to kind of um, learn how to ask for that and also to hear what people have to say. All right, Brad. So one of my biggest failings is, well, let's let's start with something. Um, let's give myself a praise. Yes. I'm I'm really good at keeping a schedule of work I need to get done. Is that schedule on paper? It is. Oh, well, nice. uh, actually, a lot of that is digital. To be okay. perfectly honest, like that type of stuff, like weekly tasks, digital. I, I will say that. Um, it's the extra projects that have to get done that come outside the regular rotation, the repetitive. I know, mm. I know my base week every week what it's going to be. And I tend to fail um, the the other projects or the other tasks tend to be much larger that aren't in the regular weekly tasks, right? So I tend to fail at that, even if it's something like pretty simple or self-serving, like my connection is I have a bunch of pens I need to sell, right? Oh, so I'm, I'm, I, I know somebody. <laughs> <laughs> not just because not just because Jay's here. <laughs> But I literally, that's like a challenge for me because it's a process. It's like, I have to decide what goes, then I have to find the packaging and then I have to sort everything and then I have to photograph everything and then I have to write descriptions, everything. It's like, Brad, just go sell the pen. It's like, well, Brad has to overthink it 500 times first, please. Mm. Thank you. So my, uh, my, my, I have to get this done. Right. And I've been saying it since like July. So like any panatic listeners that are listening to this, they will be yelling at me once they hear this because I cannot get this project done Oh my because gosh. I just won't take, it'll probably take just a handful of hours to get this done. So I need to do like an hour a day for like a week and I will have it done. So that is, uh, that is what I'm going to work on. That's the beauty of the connections because yeah. now you've just told, you know, I know a few thousand people on the internet that you're going to do well, this. Well, see, I've, I've told, I've told all the pen addicts and Twitch that I'm going to be that I'm going to do this. And like my accountability has been just nil for that. So now we're on a different show with actual accountability. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I better come through. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No pressure, but no also pressure. we will give you pressure with in the form of hugs. That kind of yes. good pressure. <laughs> I like it. I like it. So I'm, I'm going to do the thing that I, I I feel like has become my trademark of I'm going to talk myself into a connection um, because there there's been a lot of shakeup like at my job, like some like people coming and going and, and doing things. And it's it's causing me to have a little bit of anxiety Um because no one that hired me except for one person is still there. And I'm like, ah, oh, stressful. Like that, that's such a hard spot to be in. But at the same time, that means that I've been kind of called up, you know, for, for the baseball fans out there. I feel like I've, I've been called up to the, to the majors now. We're now yep. I'm the person sitting in those really expensive meetings and I'm the person that. You know, when it comes to people asking questions, I'm getting more questions being being asked, you know, at me and even helping to plan like collaborative content. And and we have people who are 
not necessarily like under me because I, I don't manage anybody, but we have people that I'm like mentoring in the process. So for me, my goal is like I need to and I know that I just did this like three episodes ago where we did a systems check, but I kind of need to do another systems check because literally in the last like two months since that happened, so much stuff has just like came and said, no, forget your plans. We're doing something new. Um, so yeah, it won't come with a name change or anything like that. Like the Domi method still works. I think it just is going to, I'm going to have to really question how I'm planning more meta things and not, not the company meta, but more like <laughs> the, the non J you have to do this, but the J you should be thinking about this J you should be like, you know, checking in with people that you're mentoring and like things like that. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to do a new systems check in the next conduit and we're, you know, it, it won't be a whole episode. It'll probably be a, a little blog post, maybe on my end. I know I have a, a tire advocate out there that will hold me to the said blog post as well. Um, so yeah. I'm definitely really looking at the idea of like, all right, what, what am I going to do here? So yeah, new systems check. That's, that's it for me. What about our conductors? Kathy, do you want to kick it off? Heck yeah, our pathologists of the show, Laura, their new connection. I have a biopsy conference to lead Friday, a lecture to give to the residents on Monday, and several challenging cases to figure out this week. My connection is going to be to try and spend some time, spend my time on the high yield pressing things I need to do and give myself the space I need to do these things well by being intentional about parking non-urgent things on a list to deal with later. Bonus points if I manage to not feel too guilty about this. Oh my gosh, so much for this next like fortnight. I hope that you are able to have no guilt or at the very least minor guilt and then move on. And just a clarification, because I I heard it out differently than I read it. There isn't a comma between biopsy and conference. Um, it is a biopsy conference. Yes. Because uh, <laughs> because if it was a biopsy and a conference that you had to go to, that that's even more. But I, I'm it's glad true. But that... she is the pathologist of the show, so I would assume that it would make sense. Yeah. 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 Uh, our hydration of the show, Water Brian says, new connection. I'm focused on building margin. Every member of my family has major medical needs right now, so margin is being used. I have to keep adding to stay even. It's a lot. Yeah, that that's rough. Um, as someone who also has, you know, familiar like family medical things that that kind of impact decisions, yeah. I haven't even thought about adding margin. I might let me know how that goes in the next conduit, and I'll uh, I, that might be my connection for the next one. <laughs> All right, guitarist of the show, Scott, new connection. Participate in the 5K on Sunday, then give my body some time to really rest after the move and the 5K. So there's a move on top of the 5K. Yeah, Scott, you're definitely going to need the rest, and you're going to do awesome in both. If you're if you're moving 5K away, you could just do both. Oh, wow. Oh, That's a, wow. we got to work on that backpack faster. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Backpack, backpack to, yeah. <laughs> to move with. <laughs> move with the backpack. <laughs> All right. Our th um, th ah. thalassophile. 
I have to I have to think through it really hard. Someday, someday I'll be a pro because Ponders keeps coming with amazing, amazing connections. So their new connection, no new connection because I'm either going on vacation next week or preparing to move across the country. Cat is still in the box as of this morning. Get the cat out of the box. Right. <laughs> Although, to be fair, cats love to be in the box. So that makes sense. <laughs> uh, also, this is just conduit follow up that I forgot to mention last week when it happened because I was in one of my interviews last week. And while talking about my desire to always be improving, mentioned offhandedly that I try to improve every week. The interviewer thought he could catch me up and ask me what I was working on this week with that tone that suspected I had just said something buzzy and had nothing to show for it. But Icon did have something to share. I basically repeated my connection and he looked very impressed. Heck yeah, Conduit coming in. That's that's the, the new marketing slogan. Looking for a job? Conduit's got you covered. We're, yeah. we're there. <laughs> Conduit can support. <laughs> Are not green, but blue dragon of the show. Uh, Skylar says, I find that I get more enjoyment out of reading than I do passively watching YouTube or scrolling through Twitter. So my next connection is to read more and break the habit of mindlessly opening the apps. Something you got me onto, Brad, was people who just write what's in the book mm-hmm. on paper. I it's It's very very calming Mm -hmm. but also i feel like you definitely like double understand what's happening if you're having to write down everything that you read yeah yeah and uh, jay saw me pumping my fist at this one skylar so yeah very (laughs) very much doubt one of my perpetual like when i get a little bit just loose and you know frustrated with life and things like that is i my fallback is always hey let's start reading the books again. Right. And I get out, you slowly get out of that habit and then you get back into it like a few weeks later. And it's like, why did, why did I ever stop doing this? And it's just like this perpetual cycle. But when I'm always in like the heavy reading cycle, it's like when I, my, my life is just kind of rolling along and it, at its best, uh, best pace. So yeah, it's great. All right. Soprano of the show, Deborah. next conjet, next connection. Enjoy my trip and hopefully finally meet my two younger nephews that I've never met in person and then do some good prioritization of my work tasks that I can reasonably fit in around the heavy fall season of interviewing college students. That sounds amazing. That's so awesome. So excited that you get to meet your nephews. Yay, family. Our owl of the show, Kate, new connection. Keep them both going. Try and get the portfolio nearly done and keep tidying and sorting. Now, Kate, we know that you mentioned in the chat about the CV and that project. You can do it. You and Brad can hang together and just do the (laughs) things that you need to do. That's right. I like it. Our oracle of the show, Soph, says new connection to keep plugging away at the academic papers it's still a busy time, but even in an hour of writing here and there will help. Uh, I mean, wasn't there a book that just came out? I, I'm, I'm trying to oh, remember. Is, maybe. Yeah. That, uh, I mean, I, I need to check that. So you're you're already you, you published the book and you're already writing more. Um, I mean, I hope you're not handwriting the book because that would be I mean, I guess some people I hope you are handwriting the book. <laughs> Do we need to fight right here? Yeah. <laughs> Handwriting each copy of the book, you know, old school monk engraving, please. (laughs) 
All right. Panda of the show, James, new connection. I need to be more realistic about what I can achieve over the coming weeks and forgive myself if I can't do everything. It's not worth causing more damage to my eyes to match Apple's software release schedule. Tell me, Kathy and Jay. You, you can do it. My only panda that I enjoy of the show. Yeah. <laughs> and James, you know, I tell you way too often that you can do it and you can need to do it. Yeah. Basically, take the breaks. If you would like to submit a connection, you can do so on Twitter by tweeting at Conduit FM using the hashtag MyConduit or in the Relay FM switch on Discord with question mark MyConduit. Visit relay.fm slash conduit to become a member today. And thank you to Rogue Amoeba and Trade Coffee for sponsoring this week's episode. Um, Brad, uh, let people know where they can find more about what you're doing. The main place is penaddict.com. That's got links to all the things. I'm on Twitter at Dowdyism, D-O-W-D-Y-I-S-M, because the guy who owns Pen Addict will not sell it to me. The uh. jerk. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm on uh, Instagram at penaddict, and uh, I'm on relay.fm slash penaddict for all your podcasting needs. Awesome. And of course, you can find me on Twitter at KJY Miller, and you can find Kathy everywhere that unicorns can be found at Mrs. Soup. Except for um, Twitch, where I'm super Mrs. Soup, but it's Except fine. for Twitch. Yeah, we, all, we all have our one, right? I know. There's always one out there. Always one. It's fine. It's fine. I'm fine. So, uh, yeah, I guess that's going to wrap it up. But I got to ask, Brad, did, did we do it? We con did it. Heck yeah!